When you're ready to ride Metro, we want you to know we're ready for you. Here are just a few of the people at Metro to tell you how we're doing our part to keep riders safe. We're cleaning like never before, but hospital-grade cleaning. You'll find hand sanitizer stations all over the Metro. No mask, no Metro. Need one? We have a few extras. At Metro, we're doing our part to keep the D.C. area moving. Find out more at wmata.com slash doingourpart. And here they come down the stretch. It's final thoughts. Armstrong and Getty. One more thing. All right. I've, I've now seen the video 50 times. And without audio, I can't tell that anything happened. I mean, I don't oh, doubt watch, that something watch. did. Yeah, look, look, look. Now look. Which horse look am I looking at? at? That. What? Which horse am I supposed to be the watching? The one in front. Oh. That's the one I'm supposed the to be watching? The front runner. Right. Exactly. Now, what do you do in front that you're not allowed to do? Can't veer in front of the other horses. President Trump tweeted on this. Cheating I didn't realize. Horse. I didn't realize he tweeted. He said, the outcome of the Kentucky Derby, not a good one. Bad decision. <laughs> okay. It's just right. it's just funny, the idea of the president weighing in on that. Before we uh, get uh, to the, the topic of the day, which is somewhat derby-related, uh, Marshall reminds me that the Met Gala is oh, tonight yes. the Metropolitan Opera Company of New York. I don't oh, even yes. I don't even know what that is. Oh, I, only, yeah. I only know of it because of the freaking New York Times and New York Post. I'm having my about. spats spit-shined right now as we speak. You are going to see the rich and fabulous dressed to the nines. This year's theme is camp, and Jenna Bush Hager well, Wait is, a second. Camp like you're yeah. camping or camp like... Guys dressing as girls. Yeah, pretty much guys dressing as oh, girls. Oh, I thought you were really? up like a tent or something. Oh, no, I was no, going to no, go with a gonna... s'more. Oh, <laughs> a s'more? <laughs> That's clever. I was going to win. They, uh, <laughs> there are rules, though. I did not realize this. There are strict gala rules. One is no selfies. You are not allowed to, to do take any selfies while you're there. And uh, you get no cell phones, no smoking, and no unattractive or garlicky food can be served. That's some garlic shaming there. No unattractive food. No unattractive food. This is so the fall of the Roman Empire. I love New York, and I wish I would have lived there at some point in my life. Um, But I hate them acting like everything that happens there is worthy of us watching and i just i don't know what this thing is and i'm, I'm not going to read the next paragraph i have no to figure to it out. give exactly oh, no. there'll be a flood of photos tomorrow everyone will be ooing and awing. no everyone will not no practically I won't. I won't. no one will i won't san francisco has tried as hard as it can to get a similar vibe going for their right? opera company this is fine do whatever you want with your time and money but uh don't ask me to watch Figaro. that's an opera right <laughs> yes it is yes it is that's uh, made famous by Bugs Bunny. That's where I learned it. <laughs> I don't dig the opera. Do not dig it. Oh, uh, no. No, I, I like almost all music, but not that. I mean, eh. is not, the, you know what? I don't like show tunes very much either. Is what? the Phantom, Is wow. the Phantom of the Opera an opera or a musical? Huh? Is the Phantom of the Opera? I've seen that. Would that qualify me the as singing no, an opera? That's not an opera. No. I don't okay. think it's an opera. You don't count that as an opera. What are the rules for an opera? Does it have to be in a foreign language? I don't know. What are the rules <laughs> for <laughs> an opera? Google it. Yes. My oh, son, we've been, we've been watching some of the old-timey Disney movies, and your old-timey Disney <laughs> movies 
have like musicals of the olden days, a freaking song break every now and then. Right. Where the starlet sings some song about how in love she is with the handsome man, and my oh, kids yeah. just hate it. Oh, they got yeah. that part of my DNA, certainly. Because I hated those as a kid, too. Just, oh, my God. <laughs> what are you trying to do to me? Do little, do little girls like it? Is there some kid that likes it when they, they stop and sing a long song about something? The, the the slow, sappy female lead song is almost always terrible. Oh, painful. If it's funny, a little upbeat, catchy, that sort of thing, it's fine. Throw a song in. But, oh, yeah, the sappy. You know what the worst one ever was? Was in uh, Santa Claus is Coming to Town when the little uh, stop-action blonde-haired girl who's in love with the Kris Kringle. She sings some terrible, terrible <laughs> late 60s ballad over like weird psychedelic uh, animations. Oh, it's just insufferable. <laughs> I asked my kids at one point, I said, do you mind if we skip this? And they're like, "All oh, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> I, oh, I don't want to be a jerk about it. but So you mentioned the derby. You're talking about yeah. the horse race or the hat? No, it's the uh, the, the horse race, the Kentucky oh, Derby. Darn which it, the horse race. Because I was willing to talk about bowlers and fedoras, and but... <laughs> You're on the horse race, not you know the what, if you'd like to. Sure. I I, uh, I remember when the Derby was a big thing, when uh, there was a heavyweight boxing champ, and uh, and there were occasions. You know, there was a, one TV show everybody watched, that sort of thing. I think the number, the percentage of Americans who give a damn about the Kentucky Derby, I'd like to see those figures, because I think it's rapidly declining. I used to watch it, now I just, no, I no. Yeah, every year I think, ah, oh, I got to watch it. And then I forget it's on and realize, eh, and then I don't care that much that I missed it. Well, yeah. And then I could dial it up anytime I want. And right. because I can, I don't watch it live. And then I don't care. So I don't dial it up. So, well, so we used to have quite a few moments like that through the years that everybody paid attention to and everybody commented on. Well, practically everybody. Oscars. And uh, yeah, that's a good one. That Those sorts of shows were more like that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I believe those things are going away. They are fading. And you know what I think they will be replaced by? What? Nothing. Right. Which is not good. No. I just think we'll all drift through our lives with very few common touchstones or connective tissue. No. Drifting sounds very relaxing. <laughs> yes. I'll grant you that. Um, you know, and soon nobody will pay attention to the Met Gala. <laughs> well, I don't think there will be universal... Kind of cross-cultural touchstones where I could go to the other side of the country and say, hey, that last episode of MASH was really good, right? But mm-hmm. I, with the, with the connectedness... Be a good opening line. Right, of, of the 1983. Internet, I think people are kind of <laughs> self-surrounding themselves in, in smaller, similar interest bubbles, right? Mm-hmm. Various message boards about Game of Thrones. I'm surrounded by people who talk about Game of Thrones or different kind of subculture groups along those lines. So there isn't the, the, the one shining kind of touchstone that we can all attach on to. Right. But I don't think common interests are going away and people are still going to find people with those, those interests to kind of share experiences with and and engage with. But you've made my point for me. It's all of those subgroups getting together in a group. Right. That I think is healthy for, uh, you know, national identity, cohesion, the rest of it. And right, right. So the so it's good for the Game of Thrones group to bump into the ultimate frisbee group and and realize <laughs> in, that into NFL freaks, and, right. and people who attend the effing Met Gala. Well, right. maybe <laughs> just having the that we all watched Mash or whatever helped shave off the uh, edges of the uh, of of the idea that 
so then politically, you must be so different from me. Or, or racially or religiously or whatever. We watch the same yeah. show. We watch, we do, 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 do these things and same. So we can't be that different mm-hmm. that I should have to hate you for your politics. Now that we have nothing in common. It's only the subgroups Sean was uh, discussing, which I think would be fine if if there weren't powerful reasons that you should feel part of something. There's nothing you, know? you can do about it. Oh, and you have to <laughs> expand really. it to this. And this died earlier because um, I didn't really I haven't really had this. This was like my dad's generation. But you're you know, your Kiwanis Club and all these different sorts of things. Um, a yeah, Rotary yeah. Club, bowling leagues, all that sort of like stuff. Like the red hat ladies thing, I think was a thing. For a, lot, a, a lot bit. of that stuff went away a little earlier. Now this is going away. There's just nothing. It's that the book Bowling Alone came out in the 90s. It was that guy first touching upon that fact that bowling leagues went away and people aren't members of all these different clubs. Now just the, the informal club of we all watch this TV show and listen to this music has gone away. There's just nothing. Right. So we become separate warring tribes. Well, not necessarily warring, but certainly not, uh, you know, e pluribus unum, for instance, which is an idea that, uh, you know, some would argue is, is a nice one out of many one. That You know, what we share is it outweighs what makes us different. But, you know, what are you going to do? John Mayer, of all people, was talking about this on a podcast the other day um, on how we because we're all so isolated in these bubbles, we don't know each other. And he said, you know, if you know somebody, they can give you all kinds of crap and you just, you know, or, or do all kinds of things that are you don't like. But, yeah, that's just that's Jim. He's a good guy mm-hmm. down deep. I mean, he and you know, he, I don't like this about him. I don't like that about him, but he's OK. I've known him my whole life. But now that we don't know each other and we stay in our little groups, we don't we don't have that. So we only focus on the thing we don't like about them, assume they're rotten to the core. Right. And then that's that's where we are. Yeah. You can all everybody can think of a relative or a friend who's got all kinds of bad character traits that you overlook for the other stuff that, you know. But if you don't know somebody and you don't have anything in common that's good, you just go with the bad stuff. Yeah. And hate them and are willing to, uh, you know. Attack them savagely at right. every turn. Right. And assume the worst about them. Yeah. Well, I remember uh, back in the day before you were supposed to be angry and hate people, and that was enlightenment, um, that it was believed that, you know, the quickest way to get people over racism is you get to know somebody of a different race. You realize, oh, oh, they're just a human being. Uh, you know, you, you work with a guy, you find out he's gay. Well, he's a terrific guy. You're not going to be nearly is likely to have, like, you know, strange uh, blanket ideas about gay people. Um, you know, again, that used to be the thought, but now I'm just afraid we're not, uh, all we are is ideological groups or, you know, or hobby subsets, which is fine. There's nothing wrong with that. It's only unhealthy when that's it. There's only but. one potential way that we come back from this, I think, and that would be some sort of real threat, whether it's disease or war or something that we can come together over that. My money's on disease. More scary, disease is super scary. Nobody declares disease. The disease does. And it doesn't tell you in advance. Right. I'm coming for you. Well, this has been cheery. You you brought it up. The most notable differences in opera and musical theater are the ratio of singing to speaking. Right. And the style of the singing. Right. But what they both provide, Jack, 
is a powerful musical vehicle for heartbreak, despair, and utter joy. So yes. That, so that's interesting. There, Couldn't agree more. There really isn't that much difference between a musical and an opera. This, this article kind of makes the argument that musicals are just the modern day opera with just more talking involved. Or maybe operas for slightly less sophisticated people. <laughs> well, I do think musicals are operas for dumb people. You know, I think the operas are musicals for pretentious people. <laughs> And if you really like it, well, then go enjoy it. Now you're a bad person. I really lo- um, I love classical music. I can't stand operas. I know people that are into operas, and you go With to it. With a few it, exceptions. Yes. You go to it knowing that in you know song three of the second act, there's a certain note that you have to be able to hit, and they wonder whether or not this star can do it. Mm. I mean, it's a big thing. And then everybody applauds when he or, he or she does. And boos if they don't. I'd have to just wait for other people to clap and be like, yes, I, I wow. agree yes, as well. indeed. <clears throat> Huzzah. <clears throat> Fantastic. Let's hear him hit this note. <laughs> he hits a high, a triple high G <laughs> in the last stanza. Hi. <laughs> I mean, it brings them to their friggin' feet, man. Uh, My Italian friend. the only guy can hit it. My Italian friend was always trying to convince me of how I got to get into opera. It's just, it's just the richest, most deepest art that exists. And well, he's Italian, so, so he gets and... what they're warbling about. <laughs> you got to get me a translation, and don't effing tell me that. No, 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 no. It's about the feeling. No, I want to know what she's singing about. Yeah, that's she true. seems all broke up about something. I don't know why. Her lover dump her. Did her dog die? Did she lose her job? I don't know. Or is she one of those people that gets all upset about it? And nothing. Right. Drama queen. <laughs> Look at her over there in her Viking outfit. What the hell? <laughs> well, I guess that's it. When you're ready to ride Metro, we want you to know we're ready for you. Here are just a few of the people at Metro to tell you how we're doing our part to keep riders safe. We're cleaning like never before. We're hospital grade cleaning. You'll find hand sanitizer stations all over the metro. No mask, no metro. Need one? We have a few extras. At Metro, we're doing our part to keep the D.C. area moving. Find out more at wmata.com slash doing our part. 